Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Lift your Bibles. Say this with me. Say, I'm in my year of jubilee. Come on, say, I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day. In Jesus' name, amen. So, God, we tell you that we are open and we are ready, God. Speak to us now and get the glory out of everything that happens tonight in this building and online. We pray that many people would give their lives to you tonight, God. From every background, every pedigree, every circumstance, every situation, you died for everybody. And so I pray that tonight, God, that blood that was shed, that tonight, God, it would draw those that are far from you back to you. Get the glory out of everything. Everybody shout, everything. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated tonight. I want to teach for just a few moments from this series we're in uh, called The God of the Details. Here's the message. Say Pac-Man faith. Pac-Man faith. I teach in series at Harvest Church because I want you to get results in your life. Uh, sometimes if you jump from subject to subject, from issue to issue, from thing to thing, it makes it difficult. It makes it near impossible for you to actually see any results or traction in your life. And hear me, you have not come as far as you have to stop now. God is not the God of the incomplete. God is the God that completes you. He's the God that takes you from alpha to omega, from beginning to the end. He'll take you from the bottom, but baby, you ain't going to stay there. He's going to take you to the top. And for some of you, you got to hear me and hear me clearly you're gonna see God do more between now and the end of this year and then you've seen him do the rest of this year combined he's the God that can do more what in one day what he hasn't done in years just ask that woman that had the issue of blood for 12 years she saw no progress she saw no movement and then all of a sudden I dare you to just touch somebody close to you say there's a suddenly with your name on it there Wrong neighbor, because when you say that they should respond with a praise touch another one say there's a suddenly with your name on it Let's go. 
So I teach in series because I want you to get results in your life. So Psalm 37, 23, it says that the Lord directs the steps of the godly and he delights in every detail of your lives, which means everything that has happened in your life has not been coincidental. It's not been accidental. It has been divinely providential. And in Wednesday's message, I taught God isn't fair. Now, for my Atlanta family, you can watch that online because that comes live from Denver. Uh, God isn't fair. And we learned that just because God is into the details does not mean that God is fair. I wish you look at somebody say he's not fair he's not fair he's not fair but he makes up for not being fair by giving you something called favor we looked at this in Exodus chapter 3 because some of you, this is your challenge. You say, well, God, what I'm going through isn't fair. He knows. That's why he gives you favor. God, what happened in my family isn't fair. He knows. That's why he gives you favor. God, what I'm dealing with on my job isn't fair. He knows. That's why he gives you favor. Uh, Joseph did, did not have a fair life, but Joseph had a favored life. And because he was favored, watch me, he got to sit where nobody else got to sit. <laughs> and for some of y'all, watch me, while you're complaining about what's not fair, God says, I wish you'd open your eyes and pay attention to your favor because while it's not right what they did have you noticed that you're still doing well mm. while it's not fair what they did have you not noticed that you're still succeeding and that you're still moving watch me even though they threw you in the pit and tried to kill you Joseph have you not noticed that the pit didn't kill you in fact Brian it was the pit that made you what you meant for evil I just need some radical people God took that thing and he turned it I wish I had somebody in the building that would pop up out of your seat one time say he he turned it he turned it he took you thought I was gonna die but he turned it you thought I was gonna lose my mind but he turned it you thought I was gonna quit but he turned it you thought it was gonna make me give up but God turned it he's not fair but he gives us favor to make up for it so we evaluated when God called Moses God calls Moses of this man in Exodus chapter 3 and here is the first conversation that Moses has with God at the age of 80 pay attention God had been directing his steps for 80 years and never had a conversation with Moses some of you, you want God to be a talkative gossip, and he's not that way. Pay attention. He didn't say one thing to Moses until Moses was 80, but for 80 years, he was directing Moses' steps. Moses said, why did my mama send me down the Nile River? He was directing the steps. Why did she send me down the Nile River but kept Miriam and Aaron, my brother, and my sister, because he was directing the steps. Why in the world did I, was I raised, watch me, outside of the house that I was born in and raised by Pharaoh's daughter because he was directing the steps? Why in the world did I get angry when this Egyptian man was beating on a Hebrew and killed him because God was directing his steps? Why in the world did I go through that marriage? He was directing your steps. Why in the world did I have these kids? He was directing your steps. What if I told you that everything that's happened in your life up to this point, God says, even if we didn't talk about it, I was directing it. Mm. The first conversation that Moses has with God is at the age of 80. 40 years Moses spends being raised in the palace as a son to Pharaoh's daughter. And then the next 40, he's a fugitive running from Pharaoh. And he becomes a shepherd that lives with his father-in-law, Jethro, uh, watch me, in a place called Midian. You got to hear me. He was on the run on his way out of Egypt, and then he becomes comfortable. Let's talk. Then he becomes content. Let's talk. Then he begins to settle. And for some of you, watch me, your success has made you begun to settle. 
Let's talk. Your, 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 your ability to conquer certain things has gotten you comfortable. But God did not create you to live a comfortable life. He created you to live a life, come here, where you rule and you reign and you conquer and you subdue. You were not born to, born to just have babies, pay bills, and die. But God sent you that you might do something amazing. You're the line crosser in your bloodline. Let's talk. You're the curse breaker in your bloodline. And I don't care. Watch me. Who doesn't like it? Watch me. They can't stop it. I don't care who talks talking about you that's all they can do is talk but notice they talking over there i wish you touch somebody and say god is directing your steps he's directing uh-uh, uh-uh. y'all gotta help me Atlanta. come on i don't know what's going on tonight but i need you to touch somebody and say god is directing your steps he's directing He's directing your steps. He directed your steps to this building tonight. He directed your steps to be online tonight. He directed your steps to see something on social media. Why? Because God says, I'm about to shift the trajectory of your life. I created you and called you for something greater than what you're doing right now. Please open your mouth and shout. There is more for me. Exodus 3 and 11. So this is the first conversation that they have, and God introduces himself to Moses through a burning bush. God introduces himself to Moses the first time through fire. Pay attention. And fire, I talked to in last month's series, month of September, fire means antagonism, hostility, and opposition. You missed it. God introduces himself to Moses through a burning bush, through a bush that's on fire. And fire means antagonism, hostility, and opposition. I'll talk over here because they don't shout over here. God introduces himself to Moses. Watch me. Not through a still, small voice. Not through, watch me, not through a blessing. Don't let go say nothing. Not through a breakthrough. God introduces himself to Moses, watch me, through antagonism, opposition, and hostility. See, for some of you said, God, I just want to know you. So some fire showed up and said, now let me introduce you. You said, God, I want to know you greater. So a fire showed up and God says, let me introduce you. You said, God, listen, old school church, I want to go to higher heights and deeper depths. God says, well, burn, baby, burn, because I'm about to set your life on fire. And I'm going to introduce you to me in a way that you've never known me before so they have this conversation for the first time say first time in 80 years. Now y'all sound like an army. Let's go. In Exodus 3.11, but Moses said to God, so God tells him, Moses, you're my choice. Pay attention. You picked me. I didn't pick you. And here's the challenge. Everybody listening to me needs to hear. Watch me. You don't get to do the picking. Now you can run, but watch me. You cannot hide. And for some of you, I came to tell you tonight, your running days have come to their conclusion. That's why you're here tonight. That's why you're online tonight. Because God says, I ain't playing with you no more. This is my final invitation to you to get back on your square, to get back in your assignment, to get back to what you, what you knew got to you, to where you are now. But Moses says to God, after he says, Moses, you're my pick. You're the one that I want to lead my people out of 430 years of Egyptian bondage. I heard their cry, and I picked you. Pay attention. You are the answer to somebody's prayer. God, God. You are the answer to somebody's prayer. Somebody asked for it, and God says, let me send you to do it. See, stop complaining about problems when you're literally sent to be the problem solver. I'm going to preach my own self. Stop being mad that you got all these issues, all these people, all this stuff. Well, what did he send you for? He sent you to be the solution to the problem. Do you not know somebody, while somebody's throwing you away, somebody prayed for you. I've... Y'all ain't going to say nothing. While somebody's walking away from you, somebody prayed for you. Do you not know who's looking for you? In fact, let me prophesy. You're about to hear these words. We've been looking for you. We've been looking for you. Would you just tell somebody close to you, say, you're about to hear these words. We've been looking for you. We've been praying for you. We've been asking for you. Where have you been? Where did you come from? 
shake somebody's hand. I feel like preaching my own self happen and just tell them you're about to hear these words. We've been looking for you. Let's go. Let's go. So, so Moses, Moses, you're my pick. You're my pick. You're my selection. You're the one that I pick. You're the one that I've identified. And you don't get a say-so in my selection. <laughs> I know you think I should get somebody else to do it, but I don't want nobody else to do it. You're exactly what I need. I know you think you're not qualified to do it, but you're exactly what I need. So in this conversation, Moses begins to respond to God. The Bible says that, but Moses said to God, who am I that I? Stop right there. In other words, Moses, you think that when I selected you, that I did not equip you. Mm. You don't think that you have what it takes. You don't think that you can handle it all. Can I tell you? Watch me. You were built to handle pressure. You and I were built to handle stress. Stop looking at stress like it's a bad thing. You know what stress is? Stress is simply pressure. What is pressure? It puts a demand on what? A supply. Which means if there's something that is putting pressure on me, that's revealing to me there's a supply that's in me that has the ability to meet the challenge. Oh my God. He says, but who am I? 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 I should go to Pharaoh. Pharaoh was the title of the Egyptian king. And that I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt. Who am I that I should do all of this? Pay attention. This, this isn't fair because while Moses is called, Moses isn't certain. And there's certain things. Hear me. Here's how you know it's God. You ready? It's, it's not certain for you. We often say that the opposite of faith is fear. That is not true. The opposite of faith is certainty. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Don't have it. Evidence of things not seen. Can't see it. Which means, watch me, you know it's God when you're not certain. See, a lot of y'all say, I know, I know, I know that it's God. Baby, that's probably not God. Because when it's God, you're not really certain about it. When it's God, you're kind of like, I don't know. I ain't sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. It feels a little gray. Can I tell you, God is in the gray. Yeah. I feel like preaching my own self happy. Can I tell you, the reason God didn't let it be as clear to you as it needed to be for you is because God says, you're going to have to trust me. You're going to have to depend on me. You're going to have to watch me take nothing and turn it into something. But if I did it before, baby, won't I do it again? Please encourage somebody next to you and say, I know you're not certain, but you're still called. Let's go. Applying for jobs that you can do. But God says, I want you to do something you ain't certain about. Let's talk. You, you keep stepping in environments where you know I got this in the bag. But God says, I'm trying to upgrade your bag. So I need you to be in environments where you're not certain about it. For some of y'all, you're about to go watch me from working in the department to being the vice president of the department. Because God says, I'm going to call you to something that you're not certain about. And that's proof that it's me. Because you're not sure. You're not sure. You're not sure. Am I talking to anybody tonight? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. God, just give me confirmation. Let me come for you tonight. Because watch me, you, you asking for confirmation often is asking him to violate, watch me, his protocol. Because his protocol is I said what I said, now step based on what I said. Y'all ain't going to talk? God, we're standing at the Red Sea. How are we going to get over here? Moses thinking we're going to have to swim. Moses thinking we have to get through this. Moses thinking we're going to do this. He said, no, Moses, just stretch your hand. In other words, you're going to have to reach beyond your comfort zone. It's not comfortable. It's not supposed to be. I wish you look at somebody and don't be offended at them when they say this because I told them to say it. Just look at your neighbor and say, you're about to get some stretch marks. Why? Because you're about to stretch outside of your comfort zone. You're about to stretch into stuff that you're not comfortable with. 
You're about to stretch and be around people that don't match your past. You're about to stretch and be in environments that you're not always fully comfortable in, but that's proof that it's God. Oh, my God. Somebody just stretch with me right there. Somebody just stretch with me right there. Stretching out of debt. Stretching out of depression. Stretching out of anxiety. Stretching out of generational curses. I wish you look at somebody and say, I'm ready to stretch. Hey, say it again. I'm ready to stretch. Be seated. Let's go. Be seated. Let's go. But Moses said, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and I should bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? This isn't fair, Galen, because he's called, but he's not certain. I'm not sure about this. Normally, I'm sure about stuff. I'm not sure about this. Because what if it doesn't work? What if I look like a fool? What if I get other people to do it and then it don't work? Oh, God. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. Watch me. Look at verse 12. Look at verse 12. God, here's God's response to Moses' uncertainty. I'll be with you. Fred, they ain't going to say nothing. I'll be with you. In other words, God said, don't you worry about who else going to be with you. I'm telling you that wherever you stretch to, I'm going to be with you. And if God be for you, oh, you tell me who would dare be against you. God says, here's my antidote to your uncertainty. I'll be there. Well, God, who else? Don't worry about who else. I'll be with you. Well, Lord, what if I lose money? Uh-uh, I got you. I got you. I got you. Because your sacrifice is about to, watch me, is about to bring your success. Your release is about to bring your increase. What if I had to push your help away so that I could get the seed up off of you? He says, I will certainly be with you. Say, certainly. He said, this is the only certainty you're going to get, Moses. I'll be there. The only certainty you're going to get is I'm coming. You ready? Verse 13. Well, God, okay, what, when they ask me, what's your name, Neil? What shall I say to them? Verse 14, thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. See, this isn't fair either because I asked you your name and you respond telling me I am. Really? We've been worshiping you for years and never knew your name. We knew you as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We know you the God of Grandma Manil. Mama Nell. We, 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 we didn't know you for ourselves. So our experience and our belief about what you could do was based on what you did for them. But when you sent me, you wanted to exceed what you did for them because you always exceed yourself. So I'm glad that they introduced me to you, but I'm about to see another side of you. Ah! Come on, come on, somebody say, I am, I am, I am, I am. Thus, you shall say to the children of Israel, I am has sent me to you. This isn't fair because I asked you your name and you respond with this phrase in Hebrew. A year, a share, a yeah. Which means I'll prove what and who I am by what I do. So when he says, you'll tell them that I am sent you, what he really said is I'll prove who I am. He said, don't ask me my name because I have many. Because I'm gyro when you need a provider. Come on here. I'm Rafa when you need a healer. I'm Saboaf when you need a thug. Oh, you do know God is a thug. Jehovah Saboaf means the God that fights for you, which means God says, I wish somebody would mess with you. I will knock their head to the white meat. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Is there anybody in the building or online where you got some situations where you need God to fight for you because the hell that they're trying to bring your way is intense? On three, you're going to worship.
worship God for five seconds so your fighter can show up. One, two, three, go, five. Lord, he's a fighter. 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 He's a thug. He will take somebody's head off for you. Let's go. He said, this is Moses. Moses, Moses, I'm not going to answer, answer your question what my name is because, because I have many. So it's predicated upon what you need me to be. <laughs> I'll prove what and who I am by what I do. You're going to see I'm a way maker because I'm about to make one. You're going to see I'm a door opener because I'm about to open one. That can't nobody shut. Watch me. Even you. What is it about God that even when you don't want to walk through the door, he's going to say, but that junk's going to stay open. Watch me. Until you walk through it. And for some of you, watch me, you were hoping the opportunity was going to pass. You were hoping, but God, if you don't want me to do it, just let it go. And God has left it right there. And he's left it right there because he says, this is a door not even you can shut. I'll prove what and who I am by what I do. Now, I need you to make sure you sit next to a faith person. You got at least five more touch your neighbors. I said, Mama, why you do all that touch your neighbor? I just want to sit and listen and take notes. That's cute and that's good and you should. But watch me. But there's something about being able to touch your neighbor. Because Matthew 18, 19 says, wherever two or three touch on anything in the earth that they ask, it shall be done for them. Which means the moment I get somebody to agree with them, for my online family where the majority of us are, you just stretch your hands towards me or you put it in the comments. The Bible says, I just activated, watch me, an undeniable yes. I'll talk over here because they stop shouting over here. He said, watch me, if they touch agreeing on anything they shall ask, I might do it. That ain't what he said, Yolanda. I think about it. That ain't what he said, Yolanda. I'm gonna pray about it. That ain't what he said, Yolanda. You know what he said? He said, it shall be done. So when you touch your neighbor, it's not just church antics and church games. You are making heaven respond to what you asked for. Would you please touch somebody in this building and say, God's about to blow your mind. And he's about to prove who he is. You'll never doubt him again. You'll never question him again. You'll never wonder if he's real again. He is the great I am. 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 He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. Nobody like him. Nobody like him. Nobody like him. I'm going to prove myself. I'm going to prove myself. He, he said, look, and don't you ever question me again. You ever had somebody question you and you're like, where you come off questioning me like my credit ain't good? You, you ready? You, are you ready? All, all right, just, I just need some of y'all to just, let's just grab some south side energy for just a second. Could you snatch the air? Just snatch the air and just say, and say don't question him again. I don't like the way you did it. I need you to gather some of the south side energy, please. Come on, come on. Just snatch the air and say, I'll never doubt him again. Let's go, let's go. Verse 17, he says, I have said, I will bring you out of the land of affliction of Egypt to a land flowing with milk and honey. So what does he tell him? I got to finish. I'm about to change your location and your situation. I'm about to change where you're at and watch me and I'm about to change what's going on. He tells him I'm about to change where you're at and I'm about to change what's going on. Okay, let's go. 
Verse 19. Uh, but I am sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not God. How you sure? Here's what he did tell Moses. Because I'm going to tell him to say no. If you read your Bible, you discover that 10 plagues happened in Egypt that try to block, stop, impede the, the Hebrews from coming out. But if you read your Bible, the Bible says that it was God that hardened Pharaoh's heart. Which means it was God that made Pharaoh say no. What if I told you only mature people can praise him here, that God was behind the no? Okay. What if I told you God was behind the delay? Because God, Moses expected to walk in on day one. Let my people go. Let's go. But watch me. Moses had to go back time after time after time. Imagine. Can we talk for a second? Imagine what this did to Moses' self-esteem. Imagine what this did to Moses' fight. Because I got to keep asking somebody that keeps telling me no. And you keep saying to go back to the same one that told me no and asking again. There's a part of me that feels like this is dumb. This is stupid. Because why am I keeping, keep going through the same thing over and over again? Already knowing the result I'm going to get. But for some of you, watch me. What if you were one night? away from the yes I'll preach my own self happy sometimes God says I just need to see if you persistent or you gonna punk out I just need to see if you gonna keep going or you gonna give up he says I'm sure he's not gonna let you go and the truth is it's not fair it's not fair it's not fair because I'm not fair I never promised I was fair I promised that I give you favor because I'm gonna tell him to say no verse 20 I'm gonna stretch my hand and I'm gonna strike Egypt but all my wonders which I'll do in its midst and after that he will let you go look at me he says Moses this is bigger than you. Watch me. My no to you is because I want to deal with Pharaoh. Okay. Okay, let me talk over here because they stopped me. See, you think this is all about you, 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 you. But God says, this is bigger than you. He said, because I got a whole nation I'm about to show that they shouldn't have messed with my people. I got a whole company I'm about to show they shouldn't have messed with you. Who am I talking to? I got a whole organization that's going to learn that when they see your name, they better jump because they should not mess with you. Let's talk. He, he, says, he says, I'm going to stretch my hand and I'm going to strike Egypt. Watch me with all my wonders. He said, they're going to see just how powerful your God is. And I'm going to do it in the middle of them, in their midst. Look at this. And after that, oh God, elbow somebody say, after that is on the way. If you don't have no people on fire in your road, just lay your hands on yourself and say, after that, it's on the way. After what? After 10 no's, after 10 embarrassments, after 10 failures, after 10 things that got shut down, after 10 embarrassments, after 10 crazy situations, after 10, God says, I'm about to do it. What month are we in? What month are we in? This is the 10th month. And I came to tell somebody, you have just outlasted your obstacle. You have just outlasted your challenge. You have just outlasted your issue. I wish you'd look at somebody. Please, Atlanta. Please, Facebook. Please, YouTube. Just look at somebody and say, you just outlasted the obstacle. I just needed you to get to 10. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. He says, I'm going to change your situation and your location these ways be a declination and devastation okay i'm gonna use great destruction and i'm gonna use great damage i'm gonna use severe and overwhelming shock and grief he said because these 10 plagues these 10 things this is gonna be rough moses and you're gonna have to survive it and the crazy thing is you didn't even ask for it but god's not fair 
Now, I know some of y'all, that's a hard statement for you to reconcile with, but you might as well reconcile with it because he never said that he was fair. Here's what he said he was, verse 21. And I will give this people, say, that's me, favor in the sight of the Egyptians. Shut your mouth. The same ones that were giving me hell are going to be the same ones that are about to help me out. The same ones that kept telling me no are going to be the same ones that are about to open the door and say, come on through here. The same ones that were talking about me are about to be the ones to recommend you for the job. The same ones that were saying you think you're all that and you're bougie and you're this and you're that, they're about to be the one to give your business card out to recommend you to somebody else. Shout favor. And I will give this people favor in the sight of the Egyptians and it shall be and it shall be and it shall be and it shall be on the verse and it shall be and it shall be and it shall be somebody saying it shall be and it shall be that when you go okay now listen alright I'm just going to be honest with you just going to be honest with you If I, I'm, I could stop right here and I'd be good because I'm talking to me okay you ready he says and when you go you are not leaving empty-handed. What I got in my bag? Wisdom. What I got in my bag? Skills. What I got in my bag? Money. What I got in my bag? Good credit. What I got in my bag? Wisdom. What I got in my bag? Skills. What I got in my bag? Favor. What I got in my bag? Another opportunity. What I got in my bag? Look at somebody say, there's something in my bag. Say, there's something in your bag. I don't like the way you're saying it. Say, there's something in my bag. For everything that's not fair in your life, God gives you favor. I'm going to say it again. For what's not fair in our lives. Wave at me if you've ever had some unfair stuff. Come on. Wave at me. Wave at me if every now and then you're ready. This is a, this is a popular word everybody like to use. Trigger. Everybody, like, everybody triggered by everything. Are you ready? No, no. It's a popular word. It's a popular word. Everybody uses it. Everybody uses it. Trigger and narcissist. And the people that normally use it are the biggest narcissists that trigger everybody. Okay? They want to point, point, point. That's what's because they take one. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Let's go. You know, but, but, but pay attention, pay attention, pay, pay attention, pay attention. You ready? Okay, here, 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 here should be the trigger point for you. Watch me. How many of us have had some stuff that's not fair? Wait a minute. Online, you did the hand emoji. How many of us, to be honest, there are certain things you feel like you good, and then you'll see something or hear something or watch me or get on social media and see something. You were good until you saw them with some... Okay, listen. And then it'll trigger you like, I can't believe how unfair that was. Watch me. S say, say trigger moment. Here's why that should excite you. Because the more unfair it was... I'll talk to the middle because they don't shout at me. The more unfair it was, that's the more favor he's going to release. Now this next shot, everybody can't shout, and I'm cool with it. But for those of us, watch me, where you, you didn't have much that was unfair, I understand it. I get it. You may not say much right through here, that's okay. But for the rest of us, where when you look at your life, you're like, it's a whole lot of stuff. I did this, it wasn't fair. I did this, never got to thank you. I did this, never helped out. I did this, and it was not fair. Here's your shout, that if your unfairness was big, that means your favor's about to be just as big. That's all you got? That's all you got? That's all you got? That's all you got? Oh, my favor's about to be massive. My favor's about to be huge. 
about to be incredible. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Grab a seat. Come on, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Give me 10 minutes. I got you out. Verse 22. It says, ask for silver, money, gold, and clothing. Watch what he says. You shall plunder the Egyptians. Ooh, I like it. I like that. He said, clean them out. See, I like a talk back church. You are in charge of the talk back committee from henceforth and forever after. We're creating a whole new ministry just for you. I like a good time. I got another talk. I like a talker. Because talkers push you. You ready? That's me. That's me. Talkers, watch me. You could be, you could be, uh, watch me. It could be a dead atmosphere, but a talker will set it off. And see, you don't even understand what I'm saying. Watch me. That's something spiritual. Because you can step into a dead environment and set it off. Oh. You can step into a dead situation and set it up. I dare some of y'all to pick up that same spirit that's on this front row and in this back row over here. You're the set it off person. I, when they needed to change, they called me. When they needed to be different, they called me. Look at somebody and say, set it off. So, let's go. Let's go. Nine minutes. God's into the details. The who, the what, the where, the when, the why, the how, when. Time and time. He's into the details. Say, details matter to God. Matter. He's very specific. Like, if you read the way he had them make the temple, and, and all, he was specific, he said, and used 30, 30 uh, uh, you know, cubits of this, and use 100 cubits of this, and only use gopher wood. Don't bring that pecan over here. Don't do it. You know, he gives them very specific instructions. He's, he's, he's very detailed. Say, he's into the details. Like, this stuff matters to God. The race you are, it matters to God. The size you are, it matters to God. And the color of your hair, it matters to God. Watch me. Because one color might not get the attention of who it is you need to open the door for you. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Well, watch me. Where you go matters to God. You're like, I don't know why I'm over here. Because you're about to meet somebody in this section that's gonna say, I don't know why, but I just feel like I'm supposed to give you a check to pay your bill. Oh my God. You're about to meet your hookup. You're about to meet your connection. You, come on, somebody open your mouth and say, He's into the details. All that matters. All that matters. Where you were born, who you were going to. You ready? The conditions of your birth. All of these details matter. And sometimes you can look back and be like, God, why me? And instead, you need to ask this question. God, why not me? Well, God, I just wish I was born in a family where they handed me a million dollars. See, you wouldn't appreciate it. But watch me. But since you had to get yours out the mud... People don't understand why you budget like you do. But what they don't understand is if you knew how blessed I was, you'd understand I want to stay that way. Oh, my God. Come on, let's go. Let's go. God's into the details. So look at Exodus 12, 41. It's on the screen. At Harvest, you know, I'll make it easy for you. All you got to do is bring your phone and snap screenshots. Okay? Now you can open up your phone, use the app, get the Bible in there. But I'll make it easy for you. Watch me. It's all on the screen. In fact... Look at me. It was the last day of the 430th year that the Lord's forces left Egypt. Now, why is this significant? Um, because it was prophesied, he says to Abraham, your descendants are going to be slaves in the land. And they're going to be there for 430 years. Moses wasn't even born. But God says, they're going to do some stuff that I, I, need to, I need to teach them how to build nations. I need to teach them how to build infrastructure. I need to teach them how to organize business. I need to teach them, and I'm going to teach them in somebody else's land. So when they get to their land, they know exactly what to do. 
I'll talk over here. Everything you've been doing for somebody else was just training because God says you're about to do it for yourself. I, oh my God. So for 430 years, they were building Pharaoh's cities. For 430 years, they're building Pharaoh's treasuries. Watch me, and God did not let them leave empty-handed. Here's what I want to say, because God's into the timing. The Bible says he waited. Go to the next verse. He waited until the night of the 430th day, the 430th year, to bring them out of Egypt. You missed what I just said, Atlanta, so I'm going to say it again. He did not say, here's how we think. Lord, if you're going to do it, wouldn't you have done it by now? Lord, it's, it's the middle of the month. Lord, I'm waiting on something to show up. God says, what if I say, I'm not doing nothing until you get to the last day. He said, I waited till the last day on the last night to keep my promise. Old school church said it like this. I feel like preaching right through here. He may not come when you want him, but he's always... I ain't gonna mess with it. Look at the neighbor and say, he's always on time. Oh no, he's never late. God says, I waited to the last minute just to make sure you last. I, I waited until you got to the end just to make sure that you wouldn't give up. I, I, I did it in one night what I hadn't done in 430 years. You ready for this? I'm almost done. Seven minutes. Even your suddenlies require steps. See, we shout about suddenly. But see, really, your life was like Pac-Man faith. And Denver had a Pac-Man game on the stage. Atlanta, I got this. Which shows you the point. And I got this. Which got a lot going on right here, too. Okay, you ready? And the pigeons. Pay attention. Here's your life. God, first of all, why I got these ghosts? What is a ghost? Something from my past. I'm trying to move forward. And these ninjas from my... And some of you, it ain't ninjas. Watch me. It's your thinking from your past. It's your insecurities from your past. It's your mess from your past. Uh-oh. It's your trauma from your past. Because every time you try to move forward, your trauma shows up and says, wait a minute, be scared. They might do you like the last one. It might happen like this. Or maybe you finally have outlasted your enemies. Huh? Ready? So... So it's like, it's like Pac-Man face, Sean. I, I got to eat all of this stuff. I got to go through all of this stuff. I got to go through all of this. Watch me. And every now and then, I get one of these power pellets. You ready? Uh, and these power pellets cause the ghost to temporarily turn blue, which means every time I get a power pellet, I get an opportunity to take one of my enemies out, which means I ain't got to run from them. When I get power, I go eat them. And for some of you, you've been running for stuff your whole life. But tonight, God's about to give you power. He's about to give you the power that you need to be able to go take your enemy down. Fear got you in 2022. But tonight, God's about to give you power so that it won't take you in 2023. Doubt got you last year, but he's about to give you power. Please open your mouth and shout power. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Here's your life. This is your life. This is your life. Little by little. Little by little. And here's what's crazy. It's a maze. Which means the only thing I see is what's right in front of me. 
And it's amazed. Every now and then, you have been playing it, and you go all the way over. And then watch me. And then you get mad because you're trying to get from one of the ghosts. And you go down. But watch me. It takes you a little moment to pivot. See, for some of you, watch me. The power you need is the ability to pivot more quickly. You take too long to recognize what your next move is supposed to be. Ready? So, so navigating through, navigating through, navigating through. Where is this at in the Bible? When they leave Egypt, they leave overnight. There's suddenly required steps. And it was supposed to be an 11-day journey into the promised land. Watch me. And, and it ended up taking them 40 years. Say 40. 40. Come on, say it like you're, from, like you're from Los Angeles. Say it like you're from Inglewood. Come on, say 40. 40. It takes them, I'll take it. All right, it, take, it takes them 40 years, Brian. It takes them 40 years, Barbie. It takes them 40 years to be able to finally make it to the promised land. And what happens is they didn't recognize that um, the 40 years, while it was a wilderness, God was actually using the wilderness. Let's talk. Because since God is into the details, he will even use your disobedience to get something done. Now, let me check the room. Because some of y'all, you are really spiritually bourgeois. And you acting like you ain't never, ever done nothing wrong. But for the rest of us, that can be real. Have you ever done something wrong and knew you were wrong, but God still took your wrong and got the glory out of it? Let's go. Five minutes. Let's go. So, when they finally turn, control, when they finally turn, when they finally turn, God says, all right, it's time. It's time. But how many steps did it take to get to its time? So we spent 430 years over here. Every day was a step. Every day was a step. Like old school choirs used to march in. Come on, give me some, some of the march. Okay, give me some marching room. Oh, wait a minute. You got to stand at the door first. Side to side. And you gotta have that mad face like you mad at somebody. And you need that girl with the finger waves too. Listen, listen. Say 430 years. While it seemed like torture, they didn't pay attention that they were making progress. And for some of you, you don't even recognize you've been making progress. Watch me. Because for them 430 years, you took out this whole line. But then after 430 years, then it's another 40 years. And every step they take, Lord, we need some water. I'll give you water out of a rock. Lord, we need some meat. I'll let quail fall from heaven. Lord, we need some bread. I will let bread fall from heaven and call it manna. Angel food. Watch me. I, uh, uh, Lord, 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 we need some clothes. No, you don't. I'm going to make your clothes look good every day. See, for those of you that have ever had to go through a period, period in your life or even going through a period in your life where you ever had to have a little dip, you ever had to have a little struggle, watch me. Did you not notice that nobody knew that you were struggling because even though you had that one outfit, you took that one, two, three, four outfits, mixed that stuff around, and nobody ever knew that you were in a dip, baby dip because... Their clothes, the Bible says, never wore out. Their shoes never wore out, which means while you complain and you're missing your favor, ah, while you're looking at what's not fair, you're missing your favor because they got to go buy new stuff. I'll just make your stuff look new. Ah. Shout favor. 400, 430 years, then 40 years, four minutes, then 40 years, and now they're walking 
around him. And they're walking around in circles. The Bible says they're walking around the same mountain called Mount Seir. They walk around for 40 doggone years. And at some point, you think somebody say, haven't we been here before? If I got to circle it, that means I didn't get the lesson the first time. I need you to shake your neighbor, and I mean shake them on them shoulders, and just tell them, say, you got to get the lesson this time. You got uh-uh, why? Because I don't have time for you to go through another year of the same thing. I don't have time to be sick and tired about the same. I refuse to be in the same place I am today by this time next year. And this time next year, I'm going to be walking in what I worship for. I'm going to be possessing what I prayed for. I'm going to be living in what I had to lose for. So here it is. God says, okay, now they're finally at the, they're finally about to take the promised land. You would think God would just make it easy. You think he'd give them a blue light special. Some of y'all know about the blue light special. You ready? You ready? But God doesn't do that. Look at the screen. Deuteronomy 7 1. God says this. He says, I'm about to send you into the promised land. He says, oh, by the way, I ain't fair. There's some people living in your stuff. It's somebody that currently has your position. You, you, but you currently, you, you're about to take a territory that, by the way, somebody's there. See, they better be careful how they take, treat you. Touch somebody say, be careful how you handle me. Say, because I'm about to be the owner. Oh. I don't like the way they said it. Touch the other one. Say, be careful how you handle me. You ready? So he says, so he says, three minutes. So he says, when I give you minutes, those are preaching minutes, which means multiply by two. I'm done, no. No, I'm done. I'm done. This is it. This, I'm done. He's holding. Oh, come on. Holy Ghost minutes. Let's go. He says, there are seven nations that are in your promise. How many of them? Seven. Seven nations that are in your promise. I want you to meet the ites. Not the igets. The ites. And they're going to have to be driven out little by little. God, haven't we been through enough? 430 years, then 40 years. He said, yep, but we got to clear this last line out, though. Elbow, elbow the person next to you said, I know you've been through a lot. Say, but you ain't done yet. Say, because this next will be your best. So, so, so who, who got to go? Who got to go? Who is in my stuff? Who got to go? I'm going to tell you who got to go. You got to get the heck up out your house. The heck up out your life. The Hittites. Say the Hittites. Hittites. Now, all of these definitions are their names in Hebrew, which means I don't, because I need you to make this personal for you. I don't just need you to see this as something that happened for the Hebrews, which mm, I'll leave it alone. For the Hebrews, I, I, I don't need you to see it as something that happened for them. I need you to see it as something that's happening for you. The Hittites, which means broken and fearful. He says, first thing I need to drive out of you is where you've been broken and what you're scared of. Which means, you ready? I'm going to make you confront your broken places. 
and I'm gonna make you confront your fear. Is there anybody in this building online beside me where you've had some areas where you've been broken, where you've been done wrong, where you've been lied on? Come here, Vicky. Cheated. Talked about mistreated. Phew! Scored. Talked about shoot. You been up? Down. Almost. I don't know it. Okay, that's okay. We gotta move. We gotta move. That comes out of your time, not mine. You ready? Okay, here, here the next people that gotta go. Say the Gergesites. He says, you start making progress, then you get stuck. He said, I gotta drive, watch me. I gotta drive you getting stuck. You get stuck in clay. Watch me, what is clay? Clay means that you've been, watch me, clay is not on the surface. You got to go through some levels to get to the clay because the clay, watch me, you get deep in a project and get stuck with the project. Y'all ain't going to talk. You get deep in it, but then you get stuck. God says, I got to drive out you getting stuck. Touch your neighbor and say, you will not be stuck after tonight. Here's the, three, here's the third group. We got to go. The Amorites. The Amorites are the talkers. He said, I got to drive out you letting their talk make you change your task. I need, you to, I need you to be okay with them talking. And sometimes you just need to sit there and let them talk and say, okay, great. What you finna do? Oh, I'm finna do what I said I'm finna do now. I'm glad that you got your opinion. Watch me, but opinion don't pay for nothing. Y'all ain't gonna say. I'm glad you got what you think I should do, but what you think I should do. Watch me, it's easy for you to be a Monday morning quarterback because you didn't have to play the play in the game. But I'm the one in the game, so I'm the one that's got to run the play. And since I got to run the play, I know you think it's risky, but baby, my God is a God that's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I know you don't think that I should, but I refuse to stay here stuck and die. There's more in me. Number four, number four, the Canaanites. Really, that's better pronounced Canaanites, but we'll just, we'll just take Canaanites. All right, you ready? Say the Canaanites. He says, you get excited, and you don't do nothing. Zeal without action. He said, I don't just need you to get excited. You ever, you ever heard some information and be like, this is exciting. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm going to serve. I'm going to get involved in the interest and the launch team. Email still in your inbox. I'm just saying. Ready? You get excited, but then you don't do anything. Why don't we do anything? So I'm just so busy. Mm -mm, let's be honest. That's not it. I just got a lot that I got to do. Mm -mm, that's not really it. I, I just got a lot on my plate. Okay, but then why did you ask for more? That means you need to make some room on your plate. You better learn how to stack. Oh, listen, I can get a lot on one plate. Come here, Thanksgiving. I will get some chitlins, some turkey. That's me. Uh, some, I call it corn surprise. Macaroni and cheese, sweet potato, sweet potato souffle. I, 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 it, listen, and I'll stack. Give me to put the bread on top of that. Put this over here. Put... See, I don't do dressing, though. That's the only thing I don't do. Because dressing is wet bread. I just, I don't. And I know y'all, I know, I just see everybody about Bishop, you ain't had mine. There's something about the texture of wet bread. It's with my head. My head just can't get it. It, it doesn't, it doesn't, 
It just doesn't connect. It's like eating a waffle that's been in some water. I just, it's just, that's just me. Okay, this is me. <laughs> One year for Thanksgiving, they put my plate in a Hegel side. I said, what is this? I said, I don't want this dressing. Get this up out of here. Okay, all right. You ready? Okay. <laughs> You said, you don't know what you're missing. That's okay. I'll pray. I'll ask the Lord to reveal it to me in the spirit. You ready? I'm just messing. Watch me. Watch me. It's not that you, it's not that you have too much to do. Here it is. Here it is, Atlanta. Here it is online. It's not that you have too much to do. It's that you don't know where to start. It's not that you have too much to do. It's like, it's, it's like when you walk into a house and you just move. See, I'm the type, when I move, I want everything done the day I move. That night when I go to sleep, Sean, the house is set up. I can't go to sleep in no disorderly and chaotic environment. You better hit me in. I will call in troops. Come on now. You go over here. You take care of this. You go over here. You take care of this. I ain't going to do this by myself now. I guess. You ready? Okay. All right. Watch me. Watch me. But imagine walking in your house. You got boxes everywhere. Where do I start? Where do I start? Where do I start? You know what, most, what happens for most people? You'll take a couple things out of one box. And you'll be like, okay, let me put it. And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to just do it in the morning because I've been going all day. I had a lot on my plate. I had a lot. I need to rest. So we come up with reasons, but the problem is the reason is keeping you from the results. I just need you to tell somebody, we got to go. I need you to tell somebody close to you, say, you're about to take action. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. When you say that, I just want you to put a praise behind it. Watch me. Not for your action, but for their action. Because by the time they show up next Sunday to the interest service, they're going to have some praise reports to show for the action they took. Would you touch somebody and say, you're about to take action? Put a praise behind that and push it. Last one. Last group. The parasites. The parasites. This means wow. When you wild out. God says... Truth is, I know, you know, you, you were young, and now you maybe not as young as you were. Don't call yourself old. Don't ever call yourself old. You like wine. You get better and more expensive. Listen. Look at the neighbor saying, I'm like a fine wine. I'm like a fine wine. Baby, I age backwards. The older I get, the younger I look. I was looking at pictures. I said, I'm turning another year old, but I look younger now than when I started 17 years ago. He said, cocoa butter. <laughs> you, ready? you ready? Let's go. He said, but there's some parts of you that act wild. There's some parts of you that wild out. And I need to drive those things out of you. I need to drive the part of you that just has emotional breakdown. I need to drive this wild thing out of you. I got to drive this wild thing out of you where when you feel offended, you feel like that's a justification. It's quiet in here. I got to drive the broken and fearful. I got to send the stuck, I the talkers, the zeal without action, the wild. Here's the last ones. Here's the last ones. The Hivites. Oh, this is going to, okay. I'm going to go through these fast because it gets real quiet through here. He says, I need to drive out the parts of you that won't submit. And the truth is, the truth is, truth is, it, it's submitting to his word, it, it's submitting to his way, but then it's submitting to his structure. <laughs> which means, which means for some of you, you've had such horrible experiences, the people you've submitted to, your posture now is, I ain't submitting to nobody. I ain't gonna do what nobody's saying. But watch me, anything uncovered spoils. Let's talk. 
nobody finna run me. And God says, that's why you ain't running. See, I'm a man in authority, but I'm a man under authority. I know how to, listen, I know how to take orders. I know how to give them to But Brian, I promise you, I know how to take them. I, I submit my life. I submit my life to my man of God. Listen, I said, so what do you say about this? Because if you say no, the answer is no. And, and okay, cool. I said, well, what do you say about this? You know what we do in Atlanta? Because I sat with them downtown Denver, and this was before the pandemic, right? I sat with them downtown Denver, and I said, you know, this is what I'm thinking. And, and you know, Denver's great. I don't have a reason. I'm good. I'm Gucci. <laughs> Louis. Prada. Pick your brand. I'm fine. I don't need a new project. In fact, I'm trying to travel the world. I got stuff to do. You ready? No, okay, now y'all got quiet right there. We finna do this, okay? Just, let me just be clear. We finna do this. Okay, let me just be clear. We finna do this. But I said, I said, sir, I said, what, what say you about this? Because if you say no, the answer is no. I, I'll find something else to do. We'll just keep doing what we're doing here. He, he said, okay. He said, well, I said, you should do it. I said, none. Because I knew that whatever I did, I was set up under that man. But that man to speak into my life. So I didn't have a problem submitting because it doesn't make me a weak man. It makes me a strong man when I can serve the vision of another man. So when he texts, he gets immediate response. When he calls, he gets an immediate response. Ain't no excuse me. No, no, no. Okay. Let's move on because it got quiet. I knew it was going to get quiet. Submission is not a dirty word. It just means I get up under a mission. For some of you, you've been so, can we be honest? You've been so disappointed by some of the missions you've got under. The thought of getting under another mission just doesn't seem very sexy. It's just like, you know, I didn't been through so much. I didn't didn't been through so much. These preachers come through Atlanta. Let me be clear. I am not coming to Atlanta because I'm trying to get rich or die trying. I was fine before I started ministry. I'm not here because I'm chasing a cloud or I'm chasing, I'm chasing a, 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 a popularity or chasing a trend. That's not what I'm doing this for. I'm doing this to be obedient. And I'm excited about what we're about to do. Because we took nothing and turned it into something. Looked like more than nothing in the room tonight. Would you just elbow somebody and say, God's about to blow our minds. Last one, the Jebusites. Ruin and downfall. He said, there's something about you where whenever you get to something great, you have been finding ways to ruin it. It got quiet. You've been finding ways to self-sabotage. Like it's going good, then you get in your head. This whole section just, the sound dropped. On, middle sex like, like you were doing great, getting great results. And then you get in your head and start feeling some type of way. And now you create your own ruin and your own downfall because you won't get out of your own way because you won't get out of your own head. But tonight, Wish you just touch somebody close to you. Say there's seven nations we gotta drive out. Watch what the Bible says. Everybody stand. We're done. Everybody stand. We're done. In the building, in the line, you stand. We're done. They're more numerous than you, and they're mightier than you. Which means 
This is not going to be easy. Verse 22. The Lord will clear away these nations before you little by little. Pac-Man. Little pellet by little pellet by little pellet by little pellet by little pellet. And once I get a hang of it, then I go a little faster. Once I get a hang of it, I go a little faster. And it feels like there's no opposition. Watch me. But that's only because I haven't gotten, watch me, into the center of it yet. Because when I really get into what I'm sent to do, that's where my opposition is. When I really get into where I'm sent to and who I'm sent to, that's where my opposition is. But it's Pac-Man faith. It's little by little. Say little by little. Look at me. He says, and I'm going to do it little by little. You will not make an end of them at once. Everybody look at me. God says, it won't happen all at one time. Can I be honest with you? I hate that part. Anybody else like me? I hate that part. Like, why can't it all happen at the same time? Like, are you serious? Nope. He says, little by little. And, and each little takes another level of faith. He says, you may not make an end of them at once, lest the wild beasts grow too numerous for you. In other words, God's into accomplishments more than arrivals. You excited about arrival, God says, but let's celebrate this accomplishment. Here it is. You're not where you started. You've made progress. And there's two more shouts in this room tonight. Who can praise God? Watch me that you may not be where you want to be. But you can thank God that you are not where you used to be. I need you to lift your hands and worship your God because of your progress. Your progress. I'm not where I started. I'm not where I began. It's not where I wanted to be, but there's progress. It's not over, but there's progress. I'm not finished, but there's progress. I'm not done, but there is progress. Until when, God? When? He says, next verse. He says, little by little, this is Exodus, I will drive them out before you. Watch this last part. Until you have increased. Now, say this is prophetic. See, he's into the details. So go back to the previous verse. Go back to the previous verse, Exodus. Now, everybody say the part that's in black with the black box, but the right writing. Say it with me. One, two, three. Exodus 23, 30. Say it again. Exodus 23. Stop. Now, some of y'all, it went right over your head. That's totally okay. I'm going to put you in there. I'm going to pull you in. You ready? I'm going to pull you in. Say, God's into the details. What chapter did he tell them that I'm about to increase you? It was in chapter 23. Okay, please pay attention. Touch the person next to you say, there's more increase for you. Little by little, I will drive them out before you. Next verse. Until you have increased enough. Lift your hands in the building and online. Say, God is increasing me in every way that's necessary 
for my next. It's bigger than money. Say, say he's increasing me in every way. Come on, say he's increasing me in wisdom, increasing me in skill, increasing me in faith, increasing me in knowledge. If there's any areas where you know you need to increase because there's a deficit or there's something that needs to come up higher, just take 10 seconds right where you're at in this building and don't lie and just say, Lord, increase that area. Lord, increase my risk-taking. Lord, increase my ability to believe. Increase my confidence. Lord, increase my security in who I am and what I'm called to do. Whatever it is, you say it. Maybe he needs to increase your confidence in your gifting. Increase your confidence in your ability. Maybe he needs to increase your belief in him because you've been doing this on your own. But God says, you cannot do this with me. Lift your hands, open your mouth, say, Lord, increase me. Shout it like you mean it. Say, Lord, increase me. Come on and let us shout it like a long army. Say, Lord, increase me. Say, increase me in every way. Release the praise right there wherever you are. Last part. Until you have increased enough to be able, let's go to the verse, to take possession. In other words, in other words, it's right there. The issue is not if I'm going to do it. It's right here. I'm giving you an opportunity to expand your capacity to expand and increase so that you can take what I've already set out here for you. Somebody say, it's already done. It's your heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and no life. Everything I just preached tonight only applies to you if you're his. For some of you, tonight's your night to become a Christian. Give your life to the Lord. Secondly, maybe you've come to the Lord before, but you've not been faithful. Tonight's your night to come back to the Lord. Thirdly, like you may be like, Mr. Bowman, I don't really know where things stand with God, but I want to be, I want to be sure. I want to be sure. Tomorrow's not promised. Every second somebody exits the earth. Multiple people will exit the earth every second. The next breath isn't promised. So tonight, I encourage you in this building and online, if you become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure wherever you're at. On three, you slip your hand up in this building. Online, you do the hand with emoji or say it's me. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation. There's no shame. Tonight's your night. Say it's my night. Wherever you're at. On three. In church, one of the things we do at Harvest, when people come to the Lord, we celebrate it. So when I say one, two, three, then you respond like it's your child, your son, your mama, your niece, your, your dad, or your uncle. You respond like somebody you know came to the Lord tonight. This is a sacred moment for us. It's a big deal for us. It's our name, Harvest. You need to become a Christian. Recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. On three, hands up in the building. Online, do the hand baby emoji and say it's me. I've got online ambassadors watching. One, two, three. Wherever you're at, hands up in this building. Come on, church. We celebrate. Online, do that hand baby emoji and say it's me. We celebrate. Everybody pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace 
to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. Little by little, I'm making progress. Little by little, I'm moving forward. I celebrate my progress in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you just prayed that prayer, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're sure, scan that QR code or text Harvest to 55498. Some of you are saved, but you don't have a shepherd. You don't have to live in Denver or Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world, be a part of the Harvest Church family. Again, majority of harvesters, this blows my mind every time I say it, have never, ever been in a building. That's wild to me. Um, but they're connected. It's a spiritual connection. The Bible says, sheep know the voice of their shepherd. Jeremiah 3.15, and I will give you shepherds after my own heart. Hear me, I am not a hireling. Hear me, I am, I, I am not just a motivational speaker or a coach. I am a shepherd. And, uh, and if you know that God has connected us, you can be a part of the family. It takes harvest at 55498. For those of you in Atlanta, why are we here? We're building our team. Somebody said, we got to build a team. We got to build a team. So that's why uh, we're doing these interest services. And I want to encourage you to be a part of the team so that we can move forward in what God has ordained so that we can move forward into the next phase, which is launching. And I don't know about you, but I'm excited about the launch. If this has been the pre-launch, I'm excited about the launch for it. Listen, there's something we do at Harvest called Sowing the Seal. May of 2022, the Lord spoke to me and said, son, every message, every prayer, I want you to give people a specific seed, target that, and challenge them to sow that. I said, Lord, every time, he said, because I'm about to release wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. He says, the people of Harvest will be like when the Hebrews came out of Egypt. There will be none feeble among them. Hmm. There will be none lacking. Would you just touch the person next to you Say, say, that's the grace that we're on. That's the grace that we're on. There's none feeble among us. There's none lacking among us. And I pray, watch me, hear my heart is your shepherd. I pray that you always live in overflow, that you always live in abundance. I pray that money not be your issue. You are too talented. You are too gifted. You are too skilled for money to be your issue. Just lift one of your hands and say, and money will not be my issue. So it's called sowing the seal. In our seat tonight, we're going to do the same thing I did in the morning. I'm going to sow it twice. Um, we're going to sow 30 for Exodus 23 and 30. How can you sow it? I'm using, I'm opening up my phone to use text to give. Text to give. Amen. I love you, Atlanta. I really do. Now, what I'm not loving is how cold it was. This is a little too Denver-y to me. She said it ain't cold. I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited about what we're about to do. I'm excited about our city. I'm excited about what is about to happen. And I'm glad you're part of it. I mean that. We're going to look back and say, man, look at what God did in those few months. Amen. How could you sow the seal? You can use Cash App, Donald Sign. They'll put it up for you. Donald Sign, Bishop Home with the number two. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Gillify. That's available. Hello at harvestchurch.church is the email. Where did this come from the Bible, Bishop? 1 Samuel chapter 9. When the word spoke to him, they sowed the seal. I'm a sower. I'm a giver. Never judge somebody's harvest if you haven't seen their seed. Don't be mad that somebody's blessed. You should have seen what they had to carry as their burden. And I'm excited about your neighbor because the rest of this year is going to be the best in their finances. If you're going to sow the seal, just lift it towards the Lord with me. I lead the way in giving. I don't just teach you to do it, I do it. Make this declaration. Say, I seal this word that I've heard. Come on, let me hear you, Atlanta. Say, I seal this word that I've heard. In Jesus' name. Lock this in me, God. 
little by little. I will celebrate my progress. Every step, every action, every little thing, I'm going to shout and celebrate that. If I get one piece of good news, I'm going to shout and celebrate that. Little by little, I am moving in what you have ordained. In Jesus' name. In the building and online, if you're going to give God glory for every little piece of progress that you make, it may not be the whole thing, but it's a little. As the baskets are passing, can we just release a praise in the building and online? I said, can we release a praise in the building and online? As the baskets are passing, baskets are passing. Listen, so I'll be down front to meet and greet you right down front. Don't forget, we'll be back in this building next Sunday, 6 o'clock. If I say 6 o'clock. Be back in this building, invite somebody to be with you. Now, here's what's been happening, is that our online numbers have been huge. <laughs> Everybody say huge. Our online numbers, particularly on our app and website, have been huge on Sunday nights. So I know some people are watching. He's like, I'm going to watch a little bit before I come. I got it. So you need to know there's way more of us that are in the service than are in the service. But I want to encourage you to get into the building because we're excited about what we're going to do. We, in every service, every experience at Harvest this way, uh, it's our mission. Love God, love people, love life. Would you do it with me? Love God, love people, and love life. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.